Welcome to Heroic Nonsense. I'm Chris. I'm Heather. And I'm Jason. (laughs) (laughs) I like the singing intro. That's awesome. I am singing because I'm feeling I'm feeling good today. Hey, we're recording later than normal, but uh, I I had I had a good reason. I was I was holed up in the house. I was down. I, I couldn't do anything and I wasn't feeling well because I decided to go ahead and have an elective procedure. I now have a uh, size C breasts. So this is very exciting. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, already nice and now, perky. Uh, they are. They're nice and perky. Now I decided that I, uh, I, I, I got a vasectomy. I got the snip. Congrats. The snip clip. Yeah. Well, congratulations. So, and, well, thank you. I, I didn't have to do much. I just had to kind of <laughs> lay there. The doctor did all the work. That was the good part. I didn't even, like, when he did the stitch, I didn't even have to put my finger there so he could tie a bow. None of that. <laughs> None of that happened. But I went I went through with it, and uh, the, the the doctor's orders is you have to, you have to, you know, stay home. They do it on a Thursday. You get to stay home. It's, you can't do anything for 72 hours. Stay home. Just chill out. Relax. I said, I am more than willing to do that. <laughs> and you have to put an ice pack on the area for 72 hours as well. So wow. I just sat there sitting in a snowball. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, how does that feel just... for 72 hours to have ice constantly on your, your hog and balls? It's, Question. It's, what flavor snowball? Chilly. What flavor? Egg custard, of course. <laughs> good. <laughs> good, good. With good mar- question, the marsh- huh? They said I couldn't get marshmallow because uh-huh. it was just, just in case it would be too gross. Too much. Uh, <laughs> No, it was um, it was cold, but you know, it's it was necessary, I suppose. Everyone's like, "Oh, put peas, put a bag of peas on there." Just pea. Everybody just said peas, not corn, not like chopped carrots or even any other lima bean. No, peas. What's it, what is it about peas that people are so infatuated you know, with? I think they like I, the symmetry. Ah, Heather. P for the pea. There you go. Pea Look for at the that. Pea-pea. Yeah, I th- I just think years ago that no one ate these things, and Big P. <laughs> there was all someone around. someone who works for Big P's. He's just like, God, this is giving me a headache, and he just grabbed a thing of peas and put it on his head. He's like, Wait a minute, if this can make my head feel better, just imagine what else it could do. And so he punches <laughs> he punches someone in the face. He's like, Ow! Throw some peas on. He's like, Wow, this feels better. They're magical. <laughs> they don't taste good, but hey. And they apparently they make a good soup with some ham. <laughs> you know, you do have a good point, though. I cannot tell you the last time we ate peas. <laughs> I personally love peas. I like peas. I don't dislike and them. And I love the fro- – Is it, what is it about frozen vegetables? Like frozen corn is like, in my opinion – I know this sounds crazy. Frozen corn is the best corn. No. No, canned corn. No. Canned sweet corn. No. Frozen corn mm-hmm. is the best. Nah. You want to have a corn off? We can. We'll have a corn off. And we're gonna do like a taste test. Yeah. A fresh corn. You do fresh corn versus canned versus frozen. Fresh corn is great. I I prefer fresh corn, but if we're doing frozen or canned, definitely. Frozen is so much mm. better, no. especially and if you drizzle we'll put... some butter on it. No, I don't care for frozen corn. I'm sorry. Um, and for that reason, I am out. <laughs> well, how do you know? Have you eaten it like recently, or are you talking like as a kid you ate it? 
Now, if you recall back to our conversation about when I talked about how I ate 11 ears of corn oh, uh, in a row. right, right. Yeah, I forgot the, about that. Uh, and you said, oh, bathroom. Everyone says, oh, you're going to the bath." The frozen corn is the only thing that appears the next day. Wow. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, we could have a uh, – we could we, we could can, test that too. We can have no, a to- toilet <laughs> corn off. I'd rather eat the fresh corn. I love fresh corn. It's delightful. I don't like corn on the cob. I like when we cut it off of the corn on the cob and put it on the plate. Yeah, you're I'm an really – yeah. Crazy. So what's that, like, what's that line from um, uh, Mitch Hedberg? Why do they call it corn on the cob? Corn's naturally on the cob already. They should call it corn and then corn not on the cob. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. The so the doctor tells me, you know, I got to keep an eye. All this other stuff I have to do, but so I couldn't really do much except sit there and watch TV. So I binged, I binge watched. I started by watching the Hateful Eight on Netflix because they have that extended version with additional footage. Hmm. I spotted all the additional footage because I'm a nerd, and I just knew everything. So that was like the first four hours. <laughs> And then I still had the rest of Thursday to do stuff. So I watched, uh, oh, I, I, had, I wanted to take a nap. So I put on Total Recall so I could fall asleep. Don't ask. <laughs> Total Don't Recall ask. is what puts you down? No, I just wanted something in the background that when I woke up, it would be at a part where I would enjoy. Oh, it would be so delightful I, for you. It was sort of like when Michael Scott wanted to have the bacon when he woke up in the George Foreman grill. So he set it aside the, ne- the, mor- the night before. He set aside the bacon and put the timer on for his grill. That's what I wanted. I wanted to wake up when he was giving a blue sky on bars, which sounds like a sexual act. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you get the blue sky on Mars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, love, that, I love that movie. I know the best person for the job. <laughs> yeah. So I, I watched that and then I finished uh, the hateful eight there. But yeah, it. And then I didn't really watch anything else that day, but I've started the next day. I I had gotten a, a deal on all the Mission Impossible movies. So I started watching them from I'd only seen the first three and it had been a while since I've seen them. So I started watching Mission Impossible one and I watched it and I loved it. It was a good movie. Do you like the movie. Mission Impossible? <clears throat> I like the first one. And then I remember watching the second one and absolutely hating it. And then I believe I watched the third one, and I just like you, I never picked it up again. I never watched any more of them. Yeah, I really did like the third one. And uh, when I when it came out, where I was working, we lost power for the day, and I went to my coworker. I'm like, "You want to go watch Mission Impossible 3? So we went to the movies. Who was the so villain in that one? The villain? Yeah, it was two villains. It was um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. Okay, I remember that one now. That was he was like the main bad guy, and yeah. then they had somebody. Uh, gosh, who was it? I, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's been in like a whole bunch of other things. Uh, but Philip Seymour Hoffman in that was so great, like just a really like a really bad bad guy. Like he was nasty. Like from the from the moment it starts, he's just like, "Do you have a girlfriend or a wife? I'm gonna hurt her." I'm going to make her bleed. And it's like, damn. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I, I remember Bill- that scene. Billy Crudup was the other bad guy. He's the one who turned. Uh, you thought he was a good guy, but he wasn't a good guy. Oh, he did he the was- old uh, Indiana Jones uh, <laughs> quick swap. The old. What a bad guy. Such such double cross. But then the next day I woke up. It was Saturday morning. I woke up. It was like seven, seven a.m. or so. 
made myself an egg sandwich with some some uh, on a bagel. And then I just sat in front of the TV around 730. And then I just started watching the rest of the Mission Impossible movies. I went through two. I went through three, four, five, and six. So by 10 o'clock at night, I was done watching. Oh, my That's God. That's all I did. That's all I did. You binge-watched the Mission Impossible films. I couldn't do anything else, so that's what I did. And I saw my family in between. They, they came into the living room. They visited me, and I was like, they're like, oh, Daddy. I'm like, shh, 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 shh. Mission Impossible. Look, that's Ethan Hunt. He's going to do something ridiculous right now. <laughs> yeah, I know he's tied up, but watch. He's going he's gonna to somehow rip rip apart the, uh, the handcuffs with his teeth. There he goes. Ah, he's out of there. Yeah, he, do you, it's like I think those movies are kind of like the American James Bond. Yeah, they they yeah they absolutely are. And it, what what I think is cool about them, and you're kind of making me want to go and watch them now, is that Tom Cruise apparently does a lot of his own stunts for those films. Yeah, and some of them are ridiculous. He doesn't. And he on the last one he broke his ankle. Did he really? Yeah. Or that is the fifth fifth one. Yeah, it was the last one. He broke his ankle because he's fifty seven years old. Which one stop, is stop which one jumping is that? on the roof? It was number six. Was that like Ghost something? No, it was Fallout. It was Fallout. number five. Okay. Was I? I know this because I just watched them all. <laughs> but you have Mission Impossible, MI two, John Woo time. Then you have uh, Mission Impossible three. Then they went Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. That's it, Ghost Protocol. Yeah, and then the the fifth one was um, Rogue Nation and then Fallout. Because Fallout was the Fallout from Rogue Nation. Ah! Ah! It's just very clever. So they're continuing (laughs) the story. There there hasn't been a break in the story, right? So it's one right after the other. It's the same characters, everybody you know and love. Yeah, the the story still reaches back to that third one, though. So really, the first one is the only one that could probably stand on its own. The fourth, well, really the fifth and sixth one need the fourth and third one. Okay. To to it because all the, the story wraps up with all of those together. Uh, it's it's pretty good, well constructed. Uh, you know, there was what 13 years in between all those movies i i had the benefit of watching them all in one afternoon so <laughs> or yeah, one I, day I, I don't know that's a pretty good way to watch to like get yourself caught back up because i i wait mm-hmm. i wait too long sometimes and in other words if they release a movie in the theater that like i don't know what what movie, what movie series could i even go back and talk about like as an example like the critters films or something if I watch like the Wait, first you just, one, you're excited about the new critters. I am, I am. But so I watch the first one, and then I wait a while, and then I watch the second one. And if they're like, if they're, if they're supposed to be connected in some way, I have to go back and rewatch the first one all over again. So it's like a whole deal. But if you actually sit down and watch them all at one time, and you hadn't watched them in a long time, you kind of just get you can connect things a little bit better that way, I guess. Yeah, I, I like binging in that sense where you can watch it, but. Uh, I'm just wondering, has has binging ruined our viewing habits? I, I mean, I don't think it's so much for movies like that, because if you're, I, you know, when they did all the Marvel movies, you had to wait, stay awake for like 40 hours or whatever it was right. when they went through every single Marvel movie in order of the timeline uh, in the movie theater. I know some people that went to that, which that's 
I mean, I, it's, I'm going to say it sounds crazy, but then someone who likes that's just like, you just watched the Mission Impossible series in, uh, in basically 24 hours. Yeah, but I think in your own home versus being inside of a, a movie theater, you know, it's a, I think they're two totally different experiences, but they're both, they both have their goods, you know, their good part and bad part of them, like positive and negatives. But sitting in a theater for that long for all those Marvel films, I contemplated on trying to do that if they had, you know, because I was looking into it. There's no way in hell that I could do that. I can barely do a, a, you know, going back, going back and watching like Endgame as an example. It was a long movie. It was great. I had I was on the edge of my seat the whole time, but I couldn't sit there and watch another movie right after it. I don't think. I I just I don't think my body would allow me to do that. Well, not without an intermission. Well, like, and, when the the Hateful Eight Road show had an intermission, I remember I saw Gettysburg, the four hour cut, years ago. Intermission. I love intermissions. It's great. Get to walk outside, stretch the stretch the gams, walk around. <laughs> <laughs> it's important. Gotta stretch the gam sometimes. Yeah, without missing important scenes. Yeah, I, I mean that for sure. It's nice to get out. I don't. I guess what I'm saying is, is not only my body sitting there, but also it's like we, we have things to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like you I know got stuff going on. Yeah, I got other stuff going on. So like as an example, you being like you know home and and resting and and you know recouping after a surgery. Yeah, of course you're gonna sit there and watch all these movies because yeah, you, you know you can't really move around so much. But yeah. if I were to sit here on a Saturday and watch every single Mission Impossible movie, Heather would completely beat my ass and ask me why didn't you put the dishes away? <laughs> I'd be in a lot oh, of trouble. I- I can't lift over two pounds apparently for <laughs> for a couple days. So, yeah. And my, by the way, my wife, super trooper. She just uh, didn't give me shit one time because she knew I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't there you do go. Anything. Look at that. I like it, but I didn't. I tried to not make a mess as much as possible. So, the kids made enough messes on their own. But yeah, it was. We also watched it, and I hadn't seen the new it, the chapter one. There, ah. I've been put. Yeah, I put it off for two years. So he watched that uh, on Friday night, and that was horrifying. That Did is a terrifying it? movie. <laughs> really? You thought so? Yeah, I thought it was. You know, because it starts off at the beginning. And I'm not giving away spoilers at this point. It's two years, and I've finally seen it. So I could talk about it now. <laughs> <laughs> finally. But finally. But, like, you know, the kid Georgie's arm gets bit off right at the be- beginning of the movie. Well, yeah. And you're like, ah. What I you know. Expected to do not get bit off. Come on. It was, it was pretty violent. It was all bloody. <laughs> and we're just like ah, but yeah, that was. But I liked it. I really, really liked it. Good. And uh, I don't know if I want to sit through the three-hour one. I don't know if I want to binge it in the movie theater. It's um, I I, I would. I don't know. Can I... It should have been <clears throat> less than three hours. It should have been less than three hours. But <laughs> they could have cut a good like forty minutes. They, out nah, of it. I don't think they could have cut that I much. I think they could have. But I think it's I think it's well worth the watch. I I, I would go it. and watch it in a theater again. I really would. I wouldn't go to the theater again. I enjoyed it, especially the end, because I didn't really know where if it would actually go the way it's really supposed to go, like if it would follow the book. And it seemed from our friends who had actually read the book and from what I've read on Wikipedia, it did follow pretty much very closely to the series or the books or yeah. the book rather, which was great because that's a good thing. A lot of people go and see these <clears throat> novel films and they're not as good as they expected them to be. <clears throat> a, lot, a lot of people have been trashing this new one. 
and I think it's I think it's because of the length. They could have made it two other movies. I think they could yeah. have made it chapter three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's surprising that they didn't do that because the amount of money they made off those movies, the first and the second, I, I'm sure mm-hmm. is pretty astounding for a, a horror film. And now yeah. they're talking about making a prequel film for the it's uh, the it movies. Oh, so they're going to get their money somewhere or another, right? They're going to do like a thirty years before that, and then what happens back in whatever year that would be? Uh, oh boy, yeah, yeah. So then they they should just make it a Netflix series, and you can binge it. Yay! You can well, just keep binging. We're just going to binge, but. Well, Going back to that for a second, does, has binging like TV show? Because everyone always tells me, because you know you have all this time, and of course now it's coming to an end. I gotta go back to work tomorrow. But you know, I had all this time. I'm just like, oh boy, four days. I just get to sit down and just watch whatever. You know, kids are in school. He went, away, and I'm just like, wow, what am I gonna do? And I wind up just, with the exception of the Mission Impossible Day, which was that's not no longer Saturday. It's Mission Impossible Day. With the exception <laughs> of that. I had I just basically watched stuff I had seen before, and it of course, but uh, I uh, I didn't binge watch any of these shows, and I don't I think binge watching like entire like seasons of television that just come out is that making us more? Uh, do do we not have the patience any longer? Do we just have to have everything at once? Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when they came out with DVR that started it because Mm -hmm. a prime example is the walking dead in us. When, when we watch the walking dead, it comes on at 9 PM on Sundays. We wait until Mm -hmm. nine 20 as it's record been recording. And we fast forward through all the commercials because fuck commercials. Yeah. Yeah, We skip all the commercials. And frankly, I wish I were behind so I could watch every single episode simultaneously on netflix well if you think about it we don't really do that that much. i mean we're not binge watchers you know some people watch these shows like in a day right the only yeah. series that i think we've ever watched in a day or close to a day maybe a day and a day and a half um stranger the first season of stranger things yeah that we was watched that really we watched that like one episode after the other and we became obsessed that is the only thing we've ever watched like that, I think. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. I mean, yeah, I just have it. I don't have the time. I have Except a hard time finding the time. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, you know, look at it this way. If they release these shows and it's the winter time and there isn't anything going on and, the, you know, it's too cold outside, you can't really do anything. You're stuck inside. What else do you have to do? Right. Uh, other than chores or whatever. Then you can sit down and watch like four episodes of one of these TV shows. We're we're watching uh, Thirteen Reasons Why right now, season three mm-hmm. on Netflix. Mm-hmm. We we love that show, and we've been slowly watching it. What do we watch? Like an episode every two nights or so, three nights. Every two, three or four days. It's yeah, few and far between. We're kind of slow slow on this season. It's really good. Don't get me wrong. I really happen to enjoy it. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, I love it. Um, but we're just taking our time, and I like leisurely taking my time on some of these shows if you watch them too mm-hmm. fast you feel like you i don't know it, i don't feel like You're i get I, something yeah i feel like i'm missing something or i'm not taking it all in like i should yeah i felt that way with the first season of daredevil that i just we blew through it like we're doing like three episodes mm-hmm. that's three hours a night that you're just watching a tv show and then you know you're done in like 
four or five days and you're just like, huh, now what? We we binge watch. I, I just feel like maybe we've just binge watched too much. Do I, like, could you imagine if the old broadcast ways, like we get an entire season of like Seinfeld or The Office and we just watch the entire thing? I think The Office was the show that started binge watching yes. for people. For me, it did. I for think, sure. So has The Office enlightened our lives and ruined it all at the same time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't I just, know. Everyone recommends TV. Oh, you got to watch this one. You, we just binged it in one day. We just and it's like it's thirteen episodes. They're an hour. That's a hundred. That's it's thirteen hours. Yeah, like, I don't know what their house have the time looks like. For this. I would say that the the biggest issue right now, <clears throat> the binging. I think that they need to really keep it more in the binging. I think um, uh, way, that should be. But what, what am I trying to say here? That's like the way to go because there are too many shows that are out. I, I think if we got away from binging and we started releasing the shows slower, how could anybody keep up with any of this stuff? Oh, my God. Because I listen to the radio, like I listen to Howard Stern, and he and Robin talk about TV shows they're watching. They mention TV shows and are like, it is so good. You have to watch these shows. I have literally never heard of them. I've never heard of them. I don't, <laughs> know what they, I don't even know what they are. And then they explain... Well, that they explain what they are, and that, I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. I wish I knew what that was. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's season two now. I'm like, season two? I never way, even heard of it. Yeah, but you used to have to you used to have to make choices. So you had you know, NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, and then you had your shows on every night, and then you would either record one on another TV or VCR, or, or if you had VHS Plus, whatever the hell that was. <laughs> but if you had... Uh, you had to make a choice. So like when Seinfeld came on, you watch Seinfeld or if you watch friends, you watch friends or if Ellie law or whatever, all these shows, you made a choice, what you watched for that time. And you didn't care about all the other programs that right. were on the other channels. Right. Like you could skip entire nights. Like you didn't care what CBS had on Tuesday nights. You were watching Fox or something. Right. But now all those shows that used to be on all those channels and all those days, now get released in a whole season on like Netflix or Amazon or and now what Hulu. How many? There's just so much content so and not enough time. Yeah. Well, like as an example, right now there's a TV show. Um, they they did a reboot or I don't even know if you call it a reboot or, or what you would call it, but they're doing a new Twilight Zone and it's on CBS, the app. And we actually oh, have the, it. The Jordan, the Jordan Peele one. Yes. And yeah, I it's, it, what is so weird about that is that I've seen trailers for it and stuff. I have li I have not talked to a single person who watched it and had any feedback or review or anything. I hear nothing about it. All I see are the trailers. So I don't know if wait, I, so. Wait, you went up to you're just like, did you see the new Twilight Zone? Yes. What did you think? And they just shook their head and ran away. <laughs> no, wait, it's a, wait, I, wait. I, I, I haven't. Know. I guess I haven't. I haven't <laughs> talked to anybody who's watched it. Uh, that's that. That's what I mean. And it's weird because that's a show I would expect people would be raving over. And I think that's kind of what slowed me down to go and watching it. Because I like those type of TV shows. The original Twilight Zone is, is one of my favorites. I love watching it any chance I can get. So I kind of want to go and watch the new one, but there there hasn't been any hype. And I guess that's a binge-watching show because it's on the CBS app. I, just, I, I guess I just don't know. We have to go and look at it. Hmm. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, so Netflix is changing their way they're doing things. They're not going to have binge shows anymore. They're gonna they're, they're gonna release their shows weekly. Their episodes so are gonna not, be released weekly. They're not gonna allow us to watch it 
they're not going to allow their customers. So they're going to charge more and then not allow you to, well, to watch the way you want. If well, you- you're forced – if you are the type of per- – there's a lot of people, I think, and I don't know how the, how true this is, but I think that if something that you want to watch comes on Netflix, you get the 30-day free trial or is it seven days? Seven something days? like that, yeah. Whatever. You get the free trial. They watch it. They end it. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But if they're releasing them every week, you have to. That's exactly the point I was about to make. You are forced, right? To and what keep if they it release it in the middle of a month? What if they release it in the middle of a month? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then it goes into the next month, mm-hmm. right? The middle of the next month. That means right there you have to pay two months of yeah. Netflix. Well, we we always have this plan. We watch Big Brother, and that normally comes out in the summer. So we have the CBS app or whatever, CBS All Access. Mm-hmm. And our plan is always to sign up for it. And at the end of the summer, when it's done, get rid of it. Well, Chris never gets around to getting rid of it. He always says he's going to get <laughs> so rid it's, of it. So it's just he part of it. Well, it's $5 yeah. a month. I, what it's, do I care? It's uh, part of our television now. <laughs> but <laughs> it's part of our- <laughs> I, Listen, I'm waiting for Twilight Zone. I'm going to go back and watch it someday. I'm waiting. <laughs> but I, I feel like that might be a common thing that people do. So maybe they're trying to stop that from happening. I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, I think that the, the shutting down the whole binge thing is a bad idea because I think a lot of people go get on airplanes and stuff. And you hear about people saying this all the time. Oh, I downloaded a full season of whatever, and I'm going to watch it on my plane ride to wherever. And I'm going to watch it on the plane ride back. And people that like I, I'm friends with and work with, they'll tell me that all the time. And they do. They finish an entire season. They come back. They're like, oh, I was on my trip. And during the flight, I watched all of Stranger Things, uh, you know, season three. And that's great. And people love to do that. If you're releasing it weekly, you're you're changing the way that we operate. And I think it's going to I think it's going to turn a lot of people off. Personally, well, after, I, that's what after, I think is going to happen. After they change the way we operate by watching an entire season at once, they're going to change it back. I think they're running out of content <laughs> because now okay. they've lost... They, yeah, they've lost like Disney and everything, or they're going to be losing that. They're going to be losing the office. I just think they're worried about uh, their their investor. They're worried about content. Yeah, but it's, it's tough to produce. You know, you spend all that money for Stranger Things, and the buzz is gone after like a week. Right. If you think like they just they they have this thirteen episode show, you know, hundred or thirteen hours, and they're just like, here we go, and then you have to keep trying to hype it up. But once everyone's watched it after a cut, like a week or so, I still haven't. But you know, other people have. I remember I, when Jack Ryan came out on Prime. Like I was all gung ho. I watched that entire show, and I think we did it in four or five nights. But then once it was over, it was just like, yeah, it was really good. And then by a week later, I didn't talk about it to anybody. Yeah. But you have stuff like Breaking Bad, which you know was coming on weekly. People caught up by binging it, just like, oh, we watched the entire, we watched everything leading up to it. Maybe Breaking Band started the uh, the binging. That Who was is in... responsible for the binging? Yeah, sure. I want to know. Well, it was, yeah, I mean, I guess it would, you would have to blame Netflix because they were taking series and putting them on Netflix. The, you know, I remember when Netflix first came out and it was just DVD based. And then they're like, oh, the app's coming. And then it was, oh, and now it's going to be on your phone. So you can use it on your phone, the Netflix app. And it was a big deal. And I remember when it came on, it was like all these really shitty movies you never heard of 
or Mm -hmm. TV shows from a long time ago. And then it was like one Netflix series. And I remember thinking, oh, come on. Netflix is going to make their own goddamn series. Who cares? They're not, this is never <laughs> going to become a popular thing. Nobody's going to give a shit about this. And Show now enough. look at these big shows that come on. Stranger Things. and all. I mean, th- these are shows that actually are huge, uh, like all over the world. Uh, who Nowadays, it's almost like if you know, everybody knows Superman. Well, everybody seems to know what Stranger Things is these days. I, uh, I don't know. I, I think we have one... The biggest issue is we have too many apps. We have too many apps. We have too many TV shows to watch. We have too many things to binge. And you're saying that, well, maybe they're running out of, you know, TV shows or, you know, the production of them and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. But I really think it, you're, what we touched upon before is really the issue is that Netflix, they need to slow roll it because they need to make their money. Because mm-hmm. Disney Plus is about to come out, and I honestly, I think Disney Plus is going to fucking zinc everything, because Disney yeah. Plus is coming out. That is a, a that's a Goliath. You're talking every Disney film, every Star Wars film, every Marvel film, then Marvel series, Star Wars series. Then you're talking about whatever the hell they what else they come up with. It is going to be incredible because not only does it touch the fans of all these different movies and and uh, you know the Star Wars geeks and all that stuff. Then you got all the kids that love all the Disney shit, and the parents are gonna be like, "Oh, and and the price point, the the fucking well, price point I is incredible." The, did you do the three year thing? Hell the D23 no! But you know what? Deal? I wanted to do the D twenty three deal, but I thought it was only for people who want the D twenty three. No, you you sign up for, and then like my cousin thought it was you had to get a subscription, but if you keep scrolling down at the bottom of that page, back well, it's gone now. But when you scroll all the way down, you could just sign up to be like a free member, and you still got the deal. <laughs> Oh so I, I signed up for it. So three years for $140 or whatever it was. You're kidding me. God damn. Yeah. I would have totally <laughs> bought, bought that. So it's basically it's buy two. It was basically like buy two years, get one free. Oh, my that's God. What it, uh, that's what, what it idiot. came down. What an idiot. And all I'm going to do for the moment it's it launches, it launched in the Netherlands this weekend, apparently. Why they call it the Netherlands, not the nether region. I don't know. <laughs> what's but, the deal with the netherlands uh, what's the deal with that but uh when it happens i'm gonna watch flight of the navigator it's because i've been wanting to watch it for like a couple months and i don't feel like buying it and now it's gonna i have to wait i can just wait till november and then i'm hoping that flight if because if i type in search function f-l-i-g-h and flight of the navigator is not on there there's gonna be hell to pay well, how long Hell. how long is it before these new films that are being released no longer are purchasable? You can no longer purchase the film. I mean, maybe the option is there, but more or less all the new films will go directly to these apps. I mean, what is really what well, does Disney have to lose anymore? I mean, they make so much they make money hand over fist. I bet they don't make the same amount of money on DVD sales as they used to. No, they don't and they want you to buy that's why like digital copies like they're they're getting every they want to shift away from physical media. That's been trying to happen since before Blu-ray came out. Right. They don't want you to own anything because to own something you get to purchase it, but they have to produce it. So if they just sell you basically, you know, a digital file of something that costs nothing really to produce, that's what they want you to do. I mean, that's how I buy I mean, I when I bought Endgame, I just bought it through, you know, the app and I had owned a digital copy of it. I didn't actually buy the physical disc. Ah. So 
that's what they want you to do. That's why GameStop's suffering right now because all these like video game companies are just like, we're not making any money on used game sales. Let's get everyone to buy digital copies instead. That way they can't trade them or sell them. It's done. Our business is done. We get their money there. And if someone it takes a secondary market purchase off. So it's it's been that, that's where the industry's going. They're not going to own anything. You're just going to have a virtual library and you're of just going to consume off of their web pages and look at look at CDs. Shit. Look at CD sales. They're Jesus going. Christ. The, the the amount of everything's in your phone now. So like it, there's no it's all subscription. Like you barely even buy out al- I don't buy albums anymore. I have an Amazon Music subscription. Every Friday I get like 20 new albums to listen to if I wanted to. And that's $8 a month. So it's it, it, you just sit there and you just pay for the, the privilege of listening to th- and watching things, basically. But we just wind up, we live in this digital world and we, we just don't own anything. It's just all ones, zeros and ones. Isn't that what they say? Does that make me sound like I'm in the Matrix? <laughs> we are in the Matrix. Everything's I, in the Matrix, including your copy of the Matrix. I, I love in everything it. being digital personally. I don't I don't care as much not to have it. Like I love having um steel books for like DVDs and stuff, which I think it, one of the reasons I think of them selling steel books is for people to still buy the 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 hard copy of what they're trying to sell. But I mean, this is this is all now a thing of a pat of the past. Me getting up and putting a new DVD in my DVD player or Blu-ray or 4K DVD I just I don't even like to do it. I'd rather watch it and not be as clear as a 4K Blu-ray. Just for the sheer fact that I want to sit there and not move. Yeah. <laughs> as bad as that it's might the, sound, it's, it's the laziness factor. Isn't it, it is. That's what really it upped it up for us. Well, yes, and pretty much. Can... On top of it, you don't have to have these gigantic entertainment systems with rows and rows of DVDs. That used to be a thing of, you know, the look at all the VHS I own, or yeah. look at all my DVD collection, look at my porn collection. Right. Uh, no, don't look at that. Don't look at that. Why is that out? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but it was, look at all this stuff I have. Now it's just like, oh, yeah, I bought, I ordered a three terabyte portable hard drive, and it's smaller than my cell phone. And I don't understand how that works. Here, here's a picture of it. It's why is this thing so tiny? Yeah, because it's a tiny thing. It's an SD drive, and it operates right. like a USB, so it has no it's, moving parts. It's just a board. That's yeah. all it is. And, you know, you used to have a computer, a giant computer with you know a, a half a gig was your hard drive, right? Or like, oh, you can get five gigs now. Oh boy, I can't wait to ruin that with one song. There we go. This is what Spaceship Earth and uh, Epcot was telling us. Remember how we're going to go into the future? Did. Look at that. Look at that hard drive sitting next to you. Ooh. It's the future. That can fit half of young MCs bust a move. That's how big <laughs> that hard drive is. Wow. So don't just stand there. Bust a move. But I so we, we were talking about binge watching. I, I let's I, I'm interested to just see what you all think. Right. So. Jason, I know that Heather and I aren't so much binge watchers. If you find a TV show that you want to watch and it is binge watchable, are you more likely to watch it like a, like most of it or all of it in like a sitting or are you the type that likes to break it up and watch it over a period of time? I have to break it up because I'm not 
getting vasectomies every day. Right. So <laughs> I had, and the recovery is only so much. Okay. Let me, let, I, me re- let me rephrase the question then. If you had the I don't time have... to sit down and watch and binge watch a show, would you rather binge watch it or would you rather not binge watch it? Um, is it a short? Sh- See, there's factors into it. If it's, it's, an, like it's a, a 13 ten episode, episode it's a t- ten episode show, and each episode is an hour long. I'm breaking it up. Okay. Now, if it was something like The Boys that's eight, and I know it's two hours less, but going through an entire day spending eight hours watching TV, that's more acceptable for me. Like, because I watch <laughs> The Boys. We did no. It what we watched the boys like <laughs> the two, two hours episodes a night. The two hours are uh, well, no. I mean, so the boys. I that was another show that I watched, kind of like I don't know, maybe yeah, maybe like you're saying two episodes a night, sometimes three, because I got really obsessed mm-hmm. with that show there for a while. In fact, I would watch the same episode a couple times over just to make sure I I watched and saw everything. I missed this one part. It's where he scratches his beard. Yeah. See that? I yeah. missed that the first time. I know. He had an right. itch. Thank this God I went ha- back and watched it. Billy Butcher's itchy beard is going to play. Off, has to do something with the end of this. I know it. I know it. <laughs> but it didn't. It was a red herring. It was an itchy beard. It was <laughs> just the thing. <laughs> so you much rather watch a show and not watch it as binging yeah, it all one day. Yeah, if it's shorter, because, you know, it's sort of, you just get numb to it after a while. And it's like you want to just sit there and consume it. If it's a show I've seen before, and I guess now, because I did it with The Office, I started watching it in season two. Uh, My first episode I ever saw when it was airing live was the Halloween episode. And I went back and bought the first DVD. And I just we watched all six episodes in like one sitting and then we just started catching up until we got up to it. Uh, Breaking Bad, we decided we wanted to watch it all. So we watched on Netflix and we just kind of poured through it as quick as we could because we wanted to watch the last season as it was happening. Right. And we were we were only like four days off. It's three or four days off. But we watched it on DVR uh, to finish it out. But, you know, if there's not like a time frame, that was like a timing thing. It's just like, oh, I want to get caught up so I know what I'm missing. Um, Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I, I, like just sitting down to watch 13 episodes of of an hour long drama or something. It's It's not I'm not in a rush. Yeah, I'd rather just say, let's see how it goes. And like, I still haven't finished the second season of The Punisher. Uh, I, so I watched two episodes of the first season of Punisher. I just couldn't get into that show at all. Oh, I, I liked it. Oh, it I was couldn't the, do it. It was the it was the best part of the second season of Daredevil, but it and the it was it was good. But that show could have been probably ten episodes. It didn't have to be thirteen. And all of those shows that they make, they could have just been shorter and tighter. Like the boys, the boys. If that was a Netflix show, it would have been thirteen episodes. And it would just dragged out like all these like plot lines. And I think that you should get to more concise, like the British, the British, they have like their, their six to eight episode seasons and that's oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah. And that's it. And if you don't like it, eat, eat a shit too bad. We're going to give you, <laughs> we're going to give you only two seasons of this show that you love. And then we're going to end it on a Christmas special. That's it. That's all you get. It's impressive how they do it that way. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's tighter. It's tighter. Toy. Like a toyger. Like a toyger. 
It's not an well, English accent, and, and, though. And some of these shows, some of these shows do. I was listening. Uh, you know, it always comes back to Howard Stern for me for some reason. But I was listening to Howard Stern the other day, and they had John Hine, who was the guy who started Jump Jump the Shark, and mm-hmm. they were talking about shows that jump the shark. And do you know what jump the shark means, Heather? No. Jump the shark basically means when the episode like went too crazy and it just it wasn't a good show anymore and jump the shark actually comes from uh happy Happy days Days. where fonzie is on the back of a boat he's he's actually um uh what do you call that uh not surfing where you're on the back of boat you're hanging on to like one of those lines like skiing i guess and he water skiing water skiing he's water skiing and he jumps a ramp over top of a shark and everybody said, well, that was the most ridiculous episode ever. And that's when the show kind of went and it was stupid. So w- the show that they mentioned never that never jumped the shark and never got bad was Breaking Bad. Yeah, that was a great. But a couple other ones show. that I found interesting that they said jumped the shark, which I cannot agree with this one. And maybe you can was Dexter. And they said it was after the John Lithgow season. A little bit. I had a big issue with mostly the last season. The last season, it was almost like, okay, we have to end this. Fuck it. We're not going to spend as much time as we should writing this, and we're just gonna go crazy. Right. Like I I never got it. I never saw Dexter. It's 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 weird. One of my favorite shows of all time. It's 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 an interesting show. I, I personally cannot get into it, and I've tried on many occasions to get into it. Heather loves it. It's it's a serial. I mean, I, I think you already know what it's about. It's a serial killer show. But it's yeah. the, the way that it plays off, it's like he kind of – you're hearing his thoughts throughout the entire episode. And it, I don't know. There's to just me, something it's about it. It's just, I don't know. It's, just a, it's, it's kind of a weird show to me. It's, um, it's weird because nobody wants to hear about a ser- serial killer. Nobody. But this guy, he kills people that are bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. he kills the bad guys. And he, he works for the the police department. And at one point, he started to, like, not necessarily manipulate evidence, but, like, not show them what he had found so that he can find the killer and take care of the killer before all they do is put him on trial and possibly get him put in jail. Right. Hmm. It's very interesting. I think I should try to give it another shot personally. I, I think I but ever like it was another, one of those things where apparently the ending like the ending made people shit. angry. The yeah. ending should just be burned and they should do a redo. <laughs> a lot of people said the same thing with game of Thrones. They didn't like the way that ended either. I can't speak on that, but so I can, but I won't. <laughs> dexter is a very interesting series and i feel it's based off of books i don't know if you knew that or not i didn't actually know that i thought it was original original yeah it's based off of books and the books are so the very first book of dexter is um the first season basically Mm -hmm. but every other book past that is completely different. They they keep most of the characters the same, but there's certain pieces that one one really big piece that I feel like they if they put in the show, they could have had it go on for a really long time. Um, but they leave it out of the show completely. Um, but 
I don't know where I was going with that, but it's just it's. I don't really know where you were either. I wasn't um, going anywhere. Another show that they said jumped the shark was Walking Dead. They said that it jumped the shark when Negan kills Glenn and Abraham, which is kind of true because Walking Dead bef- before that episode, it seemed as if the the survivors really had to go up against something really how can i explain this like the zombies were like a big deal mm-hmm. then and it seems like ever since that point the show has kind of gone downhill and there really isn't anything standing in their way i guess like they don't really have to like the the whole thing with the uh whispers has been a big deal but it just doesn't seem as I don't know. It's, it's not as zombie oriented. It's more of a well, drama. Not only that, but it's not like the circumstances aren't as tough anymore or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I know it's, what you're saying. It, I don't know. I love the walking dead. I'm personally, I, and I'm a big walking dead fan, but it's just not the same anymore. It's, it's changed. It's not the same, but I, I still dig it. Yeah. I still dig it. And, and I feel like it's semi-realistic. I mean, I've never been in a zombie apocalypse, but you haven't. No. Oh my God. Not even once. In, in Atlanta. No, none, no less. <laughs> Hot, hot Lana, or but, like dead Lana. But a lot of these shows, they just go on too long, and that's the problem. And so, yes. what, I'm, I guess my that's why Breaking Bad. See, that's why Breaking Bad was very good, exactly. Because and why Better Call Saul is going down that same path because their season five's coming out next year, and then they're only doing one more season, and that's it. And right now, Better Call Saul is like at its peak. Like this past season was. That show is so good. I everyone should binge it. <laughs> I, I totally lost my footing on that show. We we dro- we dropped it a long time ago. We dropped it after season two, I think, right? I think so, what but is- I I it's not that I didn't like it. No, I loved it. I feel like we were putting it on when we were like dead tired, and like I would fall asleep because I was so tired, not oh, because I didn't Mondays, have interest. Yeah, it's Monday at. Was it Mondays at ten or Mondays at not one of the two? Yeah. It's it, it's a slow burn show. It is and if very. You're, and, if, and if you're tired, no, you need to. I always would watch every episode twice. Yeah. But not binging. I would just watch it and then watch it the next day when my wife would wake up, and she could watch it too. So we'd watch it together. <laughs> but uh, I yeah. could, you know, it's one of those shows we watch together, and it's like, well, I'm not going to watch it without her, but I'm also going to watch it without her. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's like, I'm gonna go. They're like, oh, she's like, oh, I gotta go to work early tomorrow. I'm like, that's great. I'm gonna be tired tomorrow instead and watch this. So, <laughs> I'm sorry, not not waiting. Sorry, not sorry. Um, but yeah, so I I guess ultimately I'm okay with binging, but I just think you need to take into consideration other people's time schedules before you demand that they binge something. It's like, oh. Here, sp- or hey, spend thirteen hours watching this. Thirteen straight hours. That's all you're gonna do. <laughs> it's a lot. It is. I mean, I only did five of the six Mission Impossible movies in one day, and I had to start at seven thirty, and I finished <laughs> at ten thirty at night. So that's that's quite a that's quite a thing. That's quite a thing. Yeah, I can't think that's of funny. any show that I watched like that recently. We we. I don't know, like the 13 reasons why we've been keeping up on and what else? Oh, Big Brother. Because Big Brother is a show where if you don't keep up with it, you're going to be left behind really fast because the show 
is only a three-month span over the summertime. Yeah, but it's, what, three episodes a week? Three episodes a week, and an hour you, long. Three episodes a week. Yeah, yes. it's crazy. And if you don't, if you watch the after, like, I when do they stream that? Every day? Every day they stream what Every happened. Every day they, they stream what's called After Dark, and you can, like, watch, like, r- is it real time? Uh, the streams? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, you see people doing it and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. That's sort of wild. But they don't they don't beep that. Huh. It's like live and you're seeing what everyone's doing. Yeah, pretty much. It's weird. It's a great show. It's a game show. I mean, we're not big into like a lot of reality stuff. Actually, I think we are. Because I'm a big Team Mom fan. I love Team Mom and Team Mom too. And I then we watch that. Other. And then what all I love Real World, but we haven't watched that in a long time. Yeah, we have. Have you did, have you binge watched uh, Prices Right? <laughs> that's my next one or or wheel of fortune <laughs> let's binge let's binge watch the wheel i do love prices right when when the new um mandalorian television show comes on disney plus i will binge that that is something that i'm the the trailers for that show have me so amped and hyped up i i just can't get over it it just looks absolutely amazing what do you think of that by the way me i, yeah. I, I i'm a fandalorian Ah, very hey. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, I have a friend uh, who was uh, who actually cut that trailer, so I was I was really? ha- happy for him. Yeah, because it was very well received. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I obviously I'm getting. I have three years to watch it uh, <laughs> once November comes around. Right. So yeah, I, I guess I'll I'll give it a shot, but I, I probably won't binge it. I'll probably just do what I can. I'll do my best. I don't. That's another thing. I don't like these these like networks and Netflix and everything giving me assignments like I'm at work. <laughs> Get this done by Friday. Jesus Christ! I got so. But sir, I haven't finished my other my other shows. Get them done. If you need help, just raise your hand. I need help watching these shows, guys. <laughs> Someone help me. I th- I think the worst issue with, with my opinion the worst the w- biggest issue with binging is the fact that you watch it all so fast, and when you watch it all, you're like, damn it! Now I want to see what happens next, and it's like, well, wait for a year and a half from now, and you can see That's what true. happens. That's it's the most frustrating part. Yeah. So, like anyone who wants to watch Game of Thrones now, they didn't have to wait twenty months between season seven, exactly uh, six. Is that's unfair. And some people just be like, good. Now they don't have to be disappointed. You know, you could get into arguments about that. But still, you didn't have to wait that long. You don't have to wait that long between seasons of Breaking Bad. I just watched them all together. Right. So I didn't have that torture of just being like, ah, when's this going to how's it going to end? I don't have to worry about that. Yeah. I mean, like watching Walking Dead for as long as we have, it feels like a show, you know, we it's almost like you grew with the characters or something. Uh, as weird as that might come across, um, but when I binge watch a show on, say, Netflix, uh, it's like watching a movie, a longer movie. I don't know. Is that, did that sound weird, Heather? That the way I'm saying that, like watching Walking Dead over the last like ten plus years. You know, we've been watching it for so long. We're so close with the characters. I don't feel like I am that close with the characters of Stranger Things because we watch it so fast. You Almost. have to hurry up and watch it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Hurry up and grow up. <laughs> hurry. Almost, or maybe it's just written in a different way. No, I think it's because over time you have all that summertime or whatever the time frame is after Walking Dead goes off and you think about all the things that could happen next season 
And then the next season comes on and you're waiting for each episode, you know, that slow roll. Yeah. I, I, You know, it's hard to say. I mean, I fell in love with the characters and I binged Walking Dead for the first, I think, four or five seasons. What? And I, yeah. You and didn't I, start from the beginning like mm-hmm. me? No. You're kidding. I, I feel like it's a very unique show because it, it somehow makes you feel close to the characters. It does. Stolen Valor. <laughs> Stolen Valor is right. I thought you started. No. At the beginning. Oh, uh-uh. my God. I remember when that show first came on. So do I, but I was not interested in zombies. I was so amped up. I was so excited <laughs> they were putting a, a zombie TV show on. I Heather's couldn't believe like, they were doing no, it. you know what? I like my stories about alive people. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Just, no thanks. And the same thing goes with the uh, animals that talk. Remember, you have a problem yeah. with that, too. Yeah, I Look, do. Just just be a alive human being. I don't know what this undead thing is, but you're either dead or alive. That's what <laughs> they really need to make a zombie film with a talking dog. No. A talking zombie dog. Uh-huh. No, no, no a, a zombie film with a talking dog no, who's trying I'm to get not... through everything, you know, get well, through I'm the apocalypse. Not... They can do whatever they and want. And he has a, he has a friend that's a mouse it. that talks. No, this is bullshit. And it's voiced by Seth Rogen. <laughs> okay, now you really have me worked up because yeah. I Paul would have, Rudd, Paul I would Rudd have is the to watch dog. it. Paul Rudd's the dog and Seth Rogen Judd, is the Judd mouse. Apat- Judd Apatow produces it. Yeah. But yeah. I don't I don't really goddamn talking in. I don't like talking in. I hated Homeward Bound. I I'm okay ish with Lion King. It's still a weird thing for me. You mean the new Lion King? No, just in general. The cartoon Lion King. Yeah. You don't like that they talked? I I'm very weird about animals talking. So even no, in the no, cartoon, Chris, he, sh- I think she would prefer if they listened instead of talking. Probably. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've I I'm think s- we've cracked the code. Yeah. There you go. Look at that. You married However, the wrong guy. It's it's really weird though because I have zero issue with Eddie Murphy as Donkey in Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> you said you have no issue with that. Mm-mm, I love Shrek. Come on, Shrek. How does Jason sound like Eddie Murphy? He does. That's one of his uh, tricks. That is one of my tricks. I can just say Shrek and that's it. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Come on, Shrek. That's the animal repertoire. That's it. That's my repertoire. You can't do the the waffles line? What was the waffles line? And in the morning, I'm making waffles. And the morning, I'm making waffles. Come on, Shrek. (laughs) That sounds just like him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> For, uh, by the way, I just want to remind the listeners that was not Eddie Murphy. That was Jason. So J- that was Jason Murphy. I it's hope, me. yeah, Jason Murphy. <laughs> I hope you guys don't think Eddie Murphy was actually here. <laughs> <laughs> that reminded me of Night Professor. <laughs> Hercules. 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 <laughs> I'm so happy he's going to do another stand-up. And he's doing SNL. I know. Huge, I know. huge news. I know. Super excited. Yes, he, he hasn't been on that show. When he left in 84, that was it. He was only on the 40th anniversary special. So this is like, you know, 35 years. He's trying to reinvent himself. And yeah, he'll do it. That's, I hope he can. I hope he's sick. I hope he's successful because no one was better than Eddie Murphy when Eddie Murphy was at the top of his game. He was great. Yeah. Harlem Knights was on this 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 weekend, too. Oh, you know what? I, I'm waiting for. Speaking of zombies. I want cannibals to come back as a sort of uh, genre. I think cannibalism, like cannibals in movies. Okay, yeah. I I don't like that. You don't like that? I think it's just that. 
I, it's just it that like just like undead p- eating other people when they're alive eating other people. Well, like here's that. the weird thing about here's the weird <laughs> thing about me. We've t- kind of discussed this before. I love zombie films so much because it freaks me out so much. Mm-hmm. Like zombies, cannibals don't freak you out. Cannibals, yes, they do, and I don't like why. So zombies, growing up, my mom used to force me to watch the zombie movies with her, so it freaked me out. So it's like a big fear for me. And now it's turned into something a little bit different. I I don't know. I look back on it like it was something I grew up with, or so I don't know. It's weird. I was raised on zombie films, <laughs> but cannibalism I was by a zombie film. Can, cannibalism really freaks me out. And that movie we were talking about earlier, uh, Bone, Bone Tom- Tomahawk. It's- which I watched today, Bone Tomahawk with uh, Kurt Russell Where and they... uh, Richard J. Good cast, by the way. It was a really good cast. And Matthew Fox for some reason. Fuck Matthew Fox. I heard so many <laughs> bad things about him. Um, he's a dickhead on set, apparently. But yeah. they they cut this guy in half in the movie from his hog down through his like, yeah, stomach. They strip... Well, yeah. you, you left out a part because they, they, they uh, scalp him first. Right. And then you see them scalp him, and then they turn him upside down. He's naked. You see him turn upside down, and they start chopping him in half from his schnutz. Which, by the way, if you've just gone through what I went through, that's not the movie to watch. Oh, also, (laughs) also. I had to turn away. I was like, ah! You forgot one other part. The other part was that when they scalped him, they took his scalp and shoved it in his mouth. Oh, yeah, so he wouldn't scream. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's that's courteous. You don't want (laughs) to... You don't want to hear that. It's just like, yeah, we know what we're doing, guy. We just shh. <laughs> yeah, but I was, yeah. Was I that? Didn't, uh, what, that's how they, and that's how they actually do a vasectomy, guys. I don't know if you know that. Or not. Was that uh, David no, Arquette's character? No, he was already gone at that point. Where, but where did he go? I see that part of the movie I completely missed. Now that we're talking oh, she, about, it. she she fills him in, and she's just like, you know, he they they killed him and they ate him. That's when you realize they're cannibals. Oh, he, they're just gotcha. like, his, you know, he was, you know, his name was, uh, I forget his name, because he was a bad man. He killed a lot of people. He was a bushwhacker. He's, uh, they, they ate him. And gotcha. you're just like, oh. And Kurt Russell's just like, okay, <laughs> I guess they ate him then. <laughs> that was Sid. Sid Haig was in the beginning of that, too. He was. Buddy. Played Buddy. <laughs> what a buddy. Uh, but yeah, that. But that movie was odd because it's like a part Western and then it's this, you know, cannibal horror movie at the end. Yeah. And Richard with Richard Jenkins, of all people. <laughs> good good at Academy Award nominee, Richard Jenkins. Richard and Jenkins, he, who did he play? He was the old man. Oh, the, the, right. the, the, it is the opinion of the assistant deputy or the backup deputy. What else was he in? He was in Step Brothers, your favorite movie. Wait. He was the he was the dad. That was the father from Step Brothers. Yeah, get out of here. No, I am not. I'm staying. What the fuck? <laughs> that cannot. That can't be. Yeah, yeah. And he was nominated. I think he won the Academy Award for uh, for something. I forget what it was. But yeah, that was he was in that. It was a pretty big cast. Good old Richard Jenkins. I, I gotta look. Hold on. Now you got you me don't looking. Believe, you, don't, you don't believe me. No, I got to see his face because now I'm like freaking out because how did I not realize it was him? Because he had a beard. So you were just like, oh, it's his beard. Oh my God, it is. Yeah. He oh, played I feel Dr. Like such a, Robert Doback. <laughs> oh my God, I cannot believe and that he was, was him. Kong, 
he was in Kong Skull Island, but I think he won for uh, what the hell did he win for? He won. He, I'm pretty sure he won the Academy Award, or maybe he didn't. Maybe he was just nominated. Yeah, sorry. I'm shocked that that's him. I'm shocked. Yeah. I didn't even pick that up the entire. And I've watched Step Brothers a billion times. How I did not realize it was that guy while watching Bone Ho- Tomahawk. I couldn't even begin to tell you. I feel like I'm an idiot. I'm confused because every. Literally every single time we sit down to watch something, Chris is like, oh, that's the person from blah, 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 And I'm like... Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say every time what? I hope Richard Jenkins is in this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> if Richard Jenkins know. isn't in this film, I'm going to be pissed. No, that's, he... what, that's why you were disappointed. That's why you didn't give Endgame the full five stars. Because <laughs> it would have been better if Richard Jenkins just... just Show like a picture of him, like have a have it like on a, a bureau, just a picture of Richard Jenkins somewhere. Can you just put him on a newspaper as missing, <laughs> or just mention it? Oh, that's say, brilliant! A newspaper where he's missing because he's not in the movie, and I'm upset about it. That's right, and that's why Thanos. You're pretty sure that he spared Richard Jenkins' life. You would hope <laughs> that in in the Avengers world, Richard Jenkins would survive the snap and his family, so he'd be happy. Because you want Richard family. Jenkins, but you also want him happy. <laughs> Richard <laughs> Jenkins. Wow, I cannot believe that Richard Jenkins was in that movie. Yeah. But yeah, Chris, Chris knows where every single person from every single movie has been in the last 30 years. Like, he knows everything that they do, aside from this guy, apparently. Oh, now, now he's going to go back. He's going to be more aware of these things. So I'll never watch that movie ever again because the scene where they cut the guy in half. I, I'm really weird about certain things. And that like struck me mm-hmm. like it I, like it, it struck me in a way that I didn't expect. And I was mm-hmm. so freaked out about it. I hate seeing seeing somebody in a movie screaming and getting like butchered. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it being that a was, long frame, like if it's somebody who's about to get stabbed and it cuts the scene and, and it, you know, the next shot is somewhere else completely, that I'm okay with that. But if it's just constant brutality, I'm not into that. Like I don't, I don't get off on that type of shit. Well, the the thing I, had, I guess I appreciated was that it wasn't constant. It wasn't like hostile or saw, Ugh. where it was just someone getting tortured the entire time. They only got tortured for like part of the time. <laughs> it was really. <laughs> it was a part time torturing film. A lot of that stuff was a lot of the more brutal stuff was off camera because the movie opens up with David Arquette slicing someone's throat yeah. and then getting yelled at by Sid Haig because he didn't cut all 16. There's 16 veins in the neck. You got to cut. You have to sever like that whole conversation. Yes. He had. But going back to the guy who got cut, he got halved by his schnitz that again, I had massive sympathy pains as a man because that's you don't want to if you're going to get halved start at the top. Yeah, you know, but again, uh, after after my ordeal this past week, no, <laughs> that was that was a big that's a big no for me, dog. Yeah, I'm not I'm not. A, so there are some people out there like a good friend of mine. He is really into films that have like brutal scenes like that. So he'll say, dude, you need to watch this movie. There's this one scene in it that's so brutal. It's awesome. There's blood everywhere and blah, blah, blah. And it tur- and I'm, I have no interest in watching it. I'll never, I, usually I don't watch stuff that he will mention that has all this brutal shit in it. I don't know. Just, is it weird about, that I don't like torture shit, Heather? No. That's not you're weird? Like, 
You're like, how about no tomahawk? How about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Bone? We're like, no. No. No, no tomahawk. tomahawk. So, you know, they had one other thing I wanted to mention uh, with with my ordeal that I went through there, my, my little procedure. I got instructions. I was telling Heather this story, but I got these instructions that I had to wear two pairs of briefs. So they, so it was, I had to wear a pair of boxer briefs and then briefs on top of it. So you could slide the ice pack in between. Ugh. But the thing is with the boxer briefs and the briefs on top, I like a wrestler. I look like, <laughs> I looked like I was getting ready to wrestle in the WWE, <laughs> but like in the 1980s, it wasn't a very good, my, you know, my, my onesie wasn't very good. So I just didn't, I was just like the jobber who would just get beat up right away. It's, it's like I walking not, around ice. <laughs> not only do you have like this surgery on your balls or your, your, your situation downstairs, then they have to make you wear two pairs of underpants and put ice on your balls for 72 hours. Like how That's could right. it get any worse? Uh, I could watch bone Tomahawk and watch the guy get by <laughs> <buy> his balls. <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, that was fun. But I, 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 I kind of feel like a wrestler now, guys. I think that's so really once, cool. Yeah, once I'm once I'm up and at them, maybe I could do some uh, some local events. Hey, do some live wrestling. your dream, Jason. Yeah, I need help you. figuring out what my uh, in ring persona is going to be. I figure I'll start as a face and be real. Like everyone's like, "Hey, there's that guy." There's I, the fact. I swear no, like you. I doesn't think that, I think Ballbuster would be a good name. Ballbuster. <laughs> yeah, that guy looks like he um he's wearing boxer briefs and briefs. No, I think maybe <laughs> the his same name. Time. Wait a minute. No, his name is Mr. Haynes, right? No. What is this? What is this guy? He's wearing so many pants right now, so and he's not even pants. wrestling. He's just eating corn dogs. What's happening? <laughs> Heather's dad's trucks next to you. <laughs> oh wait, does Wiener Wayne do corn dogs? That's too? your manager. No. Oh, just regular dogs. He, no, he's your manager with his hot dogs in his cart. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your own corn dog mix and fryer, there but he'll supply the dogs. And that could be my finisher. I take it, I I fry my opponent's face in the fry. Actually, that's kind of brutal. Yeah, that's yeah. like the opposite of what Chris likes in movies. <laughs> that is true. But he was careful. That's <laughs> not what I like in wrestling matches. I, I so that's the other. That's the other difference. I didn't tell you. I like any content with Jason involved in it. Oh, okay. So if Jason's doing it, I'm fine with that. Okay. It's so like if, it's, it's so if I was the one who was cutting the guy in half, because I would have probably been making like a cuffs reference. <laughs> this is what you get for not seeing cuffs. Nah, just kidding. We're cannibals. This is, we <laughs> this is the best way to cut it in half. Speaking of cannibals, cannibals, I'm just hungry. There's a cannibal movie called Green Something. Have you heard of this? It's called. It was called something green. I can't remember what it was called now. Soylent Green? No, no, no. It was a cannibal film called. uh, Do I have to Google cannibal films? Uh, My friend, my friend Steve loves this movie called Cannibal Holocaust. Oh yeah, that was one of them. (laughs) Which you know, I think when you look at the title, you know what you're getting into. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's not only cannibal, but it's the Holocaust of the cannibals. Green Inferno. Green Inferno. Oh! I... Wait. That sounds so familiar. The cover of the film, or the the DVD or whatever, is a woman with her head, like, screaming, and all these hands grabbing at her hair. Like, her head. Yes. 
And I remember seeing a trailer for it, and I wanted absolutely zero. Oh, when to do she with goes to the yeah, it was Eli Roth, and yeah. they had she had to like go to the Amazon, and then she just winds up like getting taken by these cannibals, right? Right. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. It looked um looked pretty horrifying. Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars. I want to give you guys a heads up. Um, if you type in cannibal films in Google, it will actually give you a full listing of cannibal films. That's oh. brilliant. I didn't even know that was a possibility. Are there, I mean, huh. I mean, oh, they're available to stream as well. Yep. <laughs> and there, look at number one, Cannibal Holocaust. Cannibal Holocaust, number one. Number one. And it's highly rated, well, not highly rated. Highly rated by <laughs> Google, 72%, which is a pretty good rating. Hey, and there's Bone Tomahawk and Ravenous. Yep. Now, all right, so and Cannibal the Musical, which was a funny take on it from Trey Parker and Matt Stone. And at the bottom is a movie called Green Butchers. I wonder what that's about. The Green Butchers. I thought maybe that was just like they were sustainable. Oh, my God. The owners, sustainable butchers. The owners of an organic meat shop attract unsuspecting <laughs> customers with a special cut that is actually human flesh. Nice. That's an that interesting sounds, film. That sounds whimsy. That's a 91% on Google. <laughs> whimsy. That's whimsical. There was a, um, oh, where was it? A ravenous. That was another one I remember. Oh, and Raw. I remember that movie. That movie Eddie has Mur- rare Eddie Murphy? High. Yeah. Um, <laughs> raw is about let's see, uh, vegetarian just stringent vegetarian Justine encounters a decadent, merciless, and dangerous, dangerously seductive world during her first week at veterinary school. Uh, desperate to fit in, she strays from her principles and eats raw meat for the first time. The young woman soon experiences terrible and unexpected consequences as her true self starts to emerge. So I, I'm assuming she turns into a cannibal based off of her raw meat eating. All right, so here let's let's switch gears for a second. Now, what about that movie Alive? Do you remember that oh, one? Oh yeah, came out in the early '90s. Yes, I do. Did that bother you? Uh, it's not. It's not necessarily a cannibal film, but it sort of is. Yeah, it sort of is. That movie was freaky. Did you ever see that, Heather? No. It was about a plane crash with the Olympians on it. There are. It was an Olympic soccer team, I think. But they crashed, and they crashed like, you know, on a mountain, and it was freezing cold, and they couldn't get any help, and they started eating the people that were dying. Oh. They were all well. They, it was the ones that were frozen already, right? And they were eating and, them to sustain and live. And by the way, that was a Disney movie. Was it really? <laughs> it was. Oh my I, god! Uh, Brought yeah, to you I by the mouse. If I'd be interested in that, because that's like a, a a real situation. Yeah. That actually, ha- it, it happened. Yeah, I, I would imagine so. And even if it didn't happen, it's it's just very realistic. Like, it very Too well real. could happen. Too real. It, it was, it yeah, it was me, Buena, Vista, Buena Vista Pictures. It would have me wondering what the hell I would do in that situation. And I don't like to think like that. I'd rather just... Probably drink your own pee yeah. and eat your own poop. No, you can't, <laughs> you can't eat poop. That's... What you're not that well, no, you can, but you shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. you probably shouldn't. But if you have nothing else to eat, I would not eat it. You wouldn't eat a poop, I would just die. What if we eat each other's poops? I am not going near yours. Why? They're not mm. bad. I'd eat so mine. So, can- cannibals out, poops, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that kind of movie. 
In Chris's version of Bone Tomahawk, they lift him up and then they take the poop out. <laughs> <laughs> With and a they big leave ladle. Him, they leave him there. They ladle out the poop. Oh, ah. they took out my they took out my poop. <laughs> my pork rinds. Ew. Wait, that's what I call my poops, pork rinds. No, and that's, you, you have that never that is gross. said that. That's gross. I should never say that. Yeah, Chris, Christopher Gass, poop tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher, a pork rinds guest. <laughs> what happened? Christopher pork rinds guest in poop tomahawk. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, I got I got knocked off. You did? It's telling me poor connection. You're getting poor connection. Did you hear poop tomahawk though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We got oh, all that. <laughs> Oh, well, they, at least you're back. Well, this is a perfect time to close out because we've been talking about yeah. poop. We talked about – what else we talk about? Uh, we talked about poop. We had, we, we had a mention of cuffs. Cuffs. We talked about cannibals. We talked about binging. your ball busting. Yeah. And your double, so you should, double underpants. <laughs> my double underpants. That's my favorite part. So the title, I think the episode title should be called Vasectomies, Double Underpants, and Cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guess what? You just named the episode. That's what it is. I think that's perfect. Oh, and binging. Binging should be in there somewhere. You so. want me to f- fit that in there? Okay. Wait, so, so say, what was the title again? Vasectomies? <laughs> Vasectomies, double underwear, or double undies, cannibals, and binging. <laughs> Everyone's going to want to listen to this. Yeah, because it's just like, I got to hear, I wait, I gots to hear this. <laughs> Sounds like a good winner. And the Dark Knight, worst line in the whole movie. This great movie, worst line in the whole movie, is where Jim Gordon just goes, "Oh, I've got to get me one of these." <laughs> or was worst, worst line in what, the whole damn thing. What was he saying he had to get? I, I, I don't one know. I forget now. But I was, was it just like the, the worst movie line. or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, oh, stupid. I've got to get me one of these, and it's like, ah, you took me out of it. Yeah. You look like, number one, you look like Ned Flanders. Number two, ah. But anyway, that's for another time. <laughs> another time. Hey, Chris, where can we find you online? Well, where, you, you, where can we find you and Heather? Well, you can find Heather and I over on Gasselcast on YouTube, or as some people call it, the YT. Or you can find us on Instagram at Gasselcast. Also known as the IG. You can also find our Facebook group called Gasselcast We Hunt Together, which is a great group. That's all about collecting and collectibles and fun. Uh, and I think that's all all the promotion I have. Is that it? That's it. That's more than enough. Okay, Chris. that's it. There you go. Guess what? <laughs> and you can find me on the gram. Do it for the gram. Swaboba Fett. How could you forget? And that's, what's that? How could they forget? How could you forget? And I'm closing in on a thousand. Hey, closing in very, very, very close. I'm shocked you so. don't have more than that. Yeah, I am too. Well, I I skipped the 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 good period. There was mm-hmm. apparently a really big, huge growth period uh, of the Instagram, but I was out of it for that time. So I'm just I'm playing catch up, but it's okay. Uh, Heinz or Hunts? Hunts. Oh, Heinz. <laughs> I just I don't like Heinz. No for. I, I started buying Hunts and because uh, it was like 50 cents cheaper. Yeah. And um, I, I preferred it. It tastes cheaper to me. Oh! <laughs> oh, I like uh, my mustard hot and my ketchup Hunts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. We will catch you next time. Bye. Bye-bye.